Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Johnny Depp is back on the stand today, facing withering cross-examination about embarrassing texts he wrote about Amber Heard. I will her burnt corpse afterwards to make sure she is dead. That's what you said that you would do after you burned her and after you drowned her. Did I read that right? You certainly did, yes. And you wrote that about the woman who would later become your wife. Yes, I did. Depp also sent his bodyguard this text. On January 17, 2013, you texted, I'll smack the ugly around before I let her in. Apologies again to the court and the jury for this language. And then you close by saying, did that worthless hooker arrive? Did I read that right? You did, sir. What's up, everybody? You're listening to Conspiracy Theories and Unpopular Culture. I'm your host, Isaac Wisehop. Today, we're going to talk about Johnny Depp. Yes, he's your favorite. You either love him or you hate him. And today, we're going to talk about his Illuminate Confirm. Oh, my God. What's going on with Johnny Depp? What is going on? I think there's some weird agendas going on here. I wrote a book, a little mini book, way back when. 2015, I think it was. It was a little ebook, and it was called Johnny Depp, Vampire, Satanist, or Illuminati. Which, if you've heard some of my interviews, I've been making the rounds on some podcasts here and there. I wrote that at a very overzealous time in my my life uh, and the title was of course supposed to be provocative and as it was provocative so what I want to do today is I want to go through that book and if you want a copy of the digital download you can get it on my gumroad store gumroad.com backslash Isaac W where you can see the images I'm talking about but I'll try to extract a handful of them and put them on my Instagram so you just can look at the picture for free, you know, Instagram.com backslash Isaac Weishaupt. So what I want to do is go through that book because a lot of these probably don't even know it exists. We're going to go through it and then we're going to talk, you know, a little tiny bit about the, the court case and some weird stuff, some weird messages he was sending and some just general hot takes about Johnny Depp, all right? So, the, I mean, I hesitate to read this word for word, but I'm, I'm kind of going to do that because it kind of matters, right? Because this is the way it was originally presented. 
I'd like to further pursue my critical thinking of the occult to see if one of the world's favorite actors and heartthrobs is actually a Satanist, a cultist, or a member of the supposed Illuminati. While many of you may think the lovable Captain Jack Sparrow from Disney's Pirates of the Caribbean couldn't possibly be into such dark forms of evil worship, I beg you to take a look at all the evidence below and come to your own conclusions. Perhaps Johnny Depp is a great guy who would never do such things, and I have no idea what I'm talking about. Or maybe he falls in line with many other closeted Hollywood occultists that pursue their own beliefs behind the scenes while the public is presented an entirely different image. Now, the first chapter we talked about some of the people he associates with, and they're not the greatest, okay? (laughs) So uh, they say you can judge someone by the company they keep, so judge I will. Johnny Depp got his start when a guy named a guy named Nicolas Cage told him that he should he said Johnny give give acting a shot and uh <laughs> that's terrible my Nick Cage accent fell way off I haven't practiced it in many months but Nick Cage told him he should give acting a shot so you know shout out Nick Cage right we all love Nick Cage but Nick Cage has a history of these weird illuminati ties uh, they say he's a knight of Malta, or they point to his pyramid at the St. Louis Cemetery that he's supposedly going to get buried in. And there's a phrase at the bottom in Latin, and it means everything from one. Which I kind of think is a phrase. Isn't that a phrase they put on that uh, that soap bottle, the shampoo bottles that you can get at the, the OG health granola stores that have all the writing on it? Do you know what I'm talking about? It's called like Dr. Donner soap or something like that. And then, because I read through them one time, and it says stuff like everything from one all over it. So anyway, the phrase, everything from one. Uh, But he hasn't explained why he has this. And I think maybe there's some New Age beliefs involved with him. And the idea is that there's a global consciousness, one consciousness that connects all of us. Uh, And in Buddhism, they, they talk about Indra's net and how we are, you know, just points of consciousness on the net. Right? And maybe it's true. I don't know. The pyramid is important to the Illuminati for various reasons, with the most obvious being the Egyptian pyramids at Giza, which were utilized for ancient occult rituals. During these rituals, the initiates were shown the reenactment of the secret occult history of the world at the Chamber of the Ordeal. The initiate would fall through a hole and experience the fall of man as he descended into a pit of snakes, much like Indiana Jones, by the way, Um, symbolizing the forces of evil that came into existence and gave mankind the ability to have emotions, desires, and sin. Perhaps Cage is aware of these important aspects because the Giza Pyramid was believed to be an excarnation machine used to transport souls into the planetary spheres of the cosmos after death. And if you've ever seen some of the ancient aliens theories, they talk about this. And the idea was that it would result in a faster reincarnation so that the practitioner could, you know, go through the reincarnation and instantly improve upon their previous life's lessons. Then you have all these films that have occult connections. He, uh, you know, he did the, (laughs) <laughs> the awful remake of Wicker Man. Wicker Man is one of the greatest movies of all time from 73, I think, 71. 
And they redid it in the late 90s, and it was absolutely terrible. And it stars Nick Cage, unfortunately. There was also National Treasure, which has, like, Freemason stuff in it. Uh, you got Season of the Witch with witchcraft, magic, and the Sorcerer's Apprentice, and so on. So there's a bunch there. So that's one of his buddies, right? Well, Johnny Depp is also a musician, and he was in a band called The Kids. And he was a friend of Keith Richards, of course, from the Rolling Stones. And the Rolling Stones have songs like Sympathy for the Devil, uh, the album from Their Satanic Majesty's Request, which has magician and Saturn symbolism right on the cover. And then, of course, you've got the the Altamont Music Festival. We talked about this in uh, the Star Wars Conspiracy, ironically, is where I think we talked about this mostly. About the stabbing, the murdering of Meredith Hunter from the Hells Angels. And that's what shook Mick Jagger off of the occult black magic stuff, right? He got spooked. Listen up, we've seen so many people making ridiculous money from crypto. But did you know it's easy for you to also do the same? Yes. The Copy My Crypto membership site shows you the coins that YouTuber James McMahon personally holds and allows you to copy him. It's like having a big brother who knows what he's doing. You don't need to know a thing about crypto or how to invest. You simply do what he does. So let me tell you more about James. He runs the Crypto with James YouTube channel, which despite heavy censorship has over 14,000 subscribers and 900,000 views. Since March 2020, he told his audience to buy 26 different crypto coins. Had you put 100 bucks into each one, it would now be worth over $53,000. Of the 26 coins, his top pick of the year, a coin called Phantom, is currently up over 440 times from when he said that one call alone has retired a number of people, including guys in their 20s and 30s. Remember, this is public knowledge. You can go to YouTube and verify all this for yourself. So if you'd like to join the 1,300 members who copy James, myself included, by the way, I'm one of those members. Yeah, indeed. I, I copy James' advice as well. Because, look, here's the thing. I don't have time to research all these crazy coins. You probably don't either. Or maybe you don't know uh, a thing about crypto or how to even research these things. It doesn't matter. You just follow James. It's just that easy. So you can stop what you're doing. Head over to copymycrypto.com forward slash Isaac. You'll not only find proof of everything I've said, but my listeners get full access for just $1. You won't find this offer anywhere else. Act fast because the offer ends soon. That's copymycrypto.com forward slash Isaac. I-S-A-A-C. A lot of people mess that up. It's not two S's. It's two A's. Two A's for, I don't know, double awesome. So copymycrypto.com forward slash I-S-A-A-C. Don't take this offer lightly. He's the real deal. Go visit the website now. Link in the show notes as always. And then, um, uh, anyways, Keith Richards and Johnny Depp were declared blood brothers in the Rolling Stone magazine, which would play out later as Depp declared himself a brother of Damien Eccles. And, you know, they talk about this brotherhood thing and they show us the same symbols. Like, for instance, Keith Richards shows us on the cover of his book, The All-Seeing Eye, with the skull ring. And 
that of course you know you look at the skull and you talk about skull and bones and the freemasons and all that and there's a plethora of pictures of johnny depp with skulls and all seeing eyes and all that stuff right but johnny depp's also buddies with marilyn manson yes marilyn manson the the uh, honorary priest in the church of satan also a guy involved in some real me too issues right now with evan rachel wood allegations they um and there's a picture of them and I don't know if it's real or not but it looks like Johnny Depp leaning in to kiss Marilyn Manson and does that mean they're homosexual I don't know does that mean they are practicing the upper levels of initiation in the Ordo Templi Orientis the eleventh degree of homosexual uh, sex through the anus I don't know might be a stretch there right. But Johnny Depp, not only has he performed with Marilyn Manson on stage, he actually performed with D. Antwerd, the guy Ninja from D. Antwerd. And D. Antwerd is a subject that I've covered on my blog back in the golden age of blogging, because in a lot of the D. Antwerd videos, they're very clearly into worshiping Satan, with no doubt. It doesn't seem to be for a shtick. And if you listen to a show I did, I think it was the monthly microdose for April or May, we talked about, or no, it was a TMZ show I did with uh, Antword and allegations from one of their, I believe, adopted daughters or sons or something. And they claim that they were abused horrifically from Ninja. So uh, weird allegations, really dark stuff. So Johnny Depp was associating with this guy as well. And Johnny Depp was in the film Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas because he was close friends with Hunter S. Thompson. In fact, they were so close that Thompson told Depp when he dies, he wants Depp to shoot his ashes out of a giant cannon. And he, in fact, did that for him. Now, uh, Hunter S. Thompson is kind of a weird dude, right? I mean, he's a very odd, strange character. But he's got claims that he killed other people and had knowledges of the inner workings of the Illuminati. And he even talked about purchasing adrenochrome in the, uh, I forget which book. I think it was, was it Fear and Loathing? Is that the name of the book? I don't know. I never read it. I think it was a book he was writing when he was on the on a campaign trail or something like that where he talks about scoring some adrenochrome from a Satanist. And I think he was a child abuser too on top of that. But we can never tell how serious he was. A lot of people dismiss all those ideas. But Thompson apparently killed himself with a self-inflicted gunshot. Some people claim it was a stage suicide, but he died in Colorado at what he called the Owl Farm, which had some uh, Bohemian Grove parallels to it, apparently. And he died in 2005, not long after his he wrote something very cryptic on September 12, 2001, obviously the day after 9-11. He wrote, The towers are gone now, reduced to bloody rubble, along with all hopes for peace in our time in the United States or any other country, 
Make no mistake about it, we are at war now with somebody, and we will stay at war with that mysterious enemy for the rest of our lives. This is going to be a very expensive war, and victory is not guaranteed for anyone, and certainly not for anyone as baffled as George Bush. All he knows is that his father started the war a long time ago, and that he, the goofy child president, has been chosen by fate and the global oil industry to finish it now. He will declare a national security emergency and clamp down hard on everybody, no matter where they live or why. If the guilty won't hold up their hands and confess, he and the generals will ferret them out by force. There's another key figure from the counterculture of the 60s that Johnny Depp admired, and that was Allen Ginsberg. Allen Ginsberg supported New Age and Eastern religious movements, uh, but he was also, and more importantly, I'd argue, an outspoken member of NAMBLA, the North American Man-Boy Love Association that promotes the free love of young, of young boys. Allen Ginsberg, there's a quote on NAMBLA.org. It said, I'm a member of NAMBLA because I love boys too. Everybody does. Who has a little humanity? Oy they. Well, Interview Magazine interviewed Johnny Depp, and he said the following... I met Ginsburg when we were doing this documentary called The United <laughs> Should I try a Johnny Depp impersonation to spice this up a little bit? Called The United States of Poetry United Oh boy, that's not good. Um <laughs> I met Ginsburg when we were doing this documentary called The United States of Poetry in nineteen ninety five. I was reading some Kerouac for the movie. Afterward I offered to give him a ride home. He was a relentless flirt. Every time I saw him He'd want to hold hands. It was sweet. I think he just wanted... I think he just wanted affection on whatever level. Weird, right? And now on that cover of that interview magazine, Johnny Depp is seen holding a teddy bear. How weird is that? The pedo bear symbolism on the article, the interview where he talks about hanging out with Ginsburg. Now... Johnny Depp also met Winona Ryder in 1989 at a premiere of Great Balls of Fire. And the reason that matters is because Jerry Lee Lewis, who that film is about, notoriously married his 13-year-old cousin when he was 22. It held the coincidence with Hunter S. Thompson because he was given the nickname The Killer. So Johnny... Being hooked up with Winona Ryder must have been influenced by Ryder and her liberal-leaning family, which included Timothy Leary as her godfather. Um, And, of course, Timothy Leary takes you into the lineage of Aleister Crowley and Aldous Huxley and LSD and psychedelics and all that stuff. So you've got a lot of strange connections there. But then Depp ended his relationship a few years later with Ryder covered up his Winona Forever tattoo with Wino Forever. And some people claim that she went on to have interest in actor River Phoenix, who would, you know, we're going to talk about that in a second. Although the photos of them together were typically in reference to a film that they were actually shooting with one another. And the reason we mention that is because River Phoenix uh, died on October 31st, which is the blood sacrifice night of Samhain. Uh, In 1993, he suffered a fatal overdose at the Viper Room, which is a club co-owned by Johnny Depp. Yes. 
The next chapter, we talk about West Memphis 3. And this is the most notorious friend of Johnny Depp, Damian Eccles. He was convicted as a murderer of children. And if you watch the HBO Paradise Lost documentaries, you you know the whole story. The whole story is that in Arkansas, Damian Eccles and two of his friends were into you know dark stuff and Metallica and black metal shirts, and the locals pinned them for the murder of some small boys. And it seemed very much like they were innocent and suffering from some real satanic panic stuff because they were interested in all this black magic and occultism and all that stuff. Well, a lot of people, and myself included, wanted to get these guys out, and that included Johnny Depp. A lot of celebrities were into this stuff because they were like, look, it's not fair that this small town, small-minded people would arrest these guys when they didn't even do it. And I agree with that. But then if you read William Ramsey's book on the subject, it seems like maybe they did do it. But then, but since then, I've reconsidered my stance on it because the reason I believed that maybe they did do it was based upon some of the interviews the police did with them. But I've learned over the years that I don't necessarily trust what the police do in those interview rooms. Sometimes they beat these guys down for hours and hours and hours. Sometimes people give false confessions. I mean, it's really tough, right? I mean, I don't know if they did it or not. In fact, Damien Eccles tried to get some new DNA testing done to prove who the murderers really were, and the local authorities there wouldn't let it happen, which seems like some odd behavior if you really want to try to prevent more kids getting murdered, right? Anyhow, Eccles gets out of prison on a, an Alfred plea, which basically means you have to confess guilt, but you get out on time served. So he's like, whatever, dude, just get me out of here. So so quite literally, he's a convicted child killer, right? Unfortunately, whether that happened or not, that's his, uh, his uh, cross to bear. But he's been really into this occult artwork and, and ritual magic since he's got out. He's, if you follow a lot of the images, he's got a ton of tattoos. Uh Pagan, uh, uh, pagan stag gods, satanic red dragon tattoos, Crowley Thelemite universal hexagrams, and all that, right? And like I say in the book, just because you're into Satanism, black magic, the occult, that does not make you a killer. That does not mean you want to murder children. I don't know that Echol and his friends actually murdered the boys or if they're innocent. I mean, it is interesting, though, right? It's interesting that all these symbols and ideas are connected around certain people and certain events. Not really sure what to make of all that. Um, now, if we go on to the vampire thing, let's talk about Johnny Depp as a vampire. He told U.S. Weekly that he was going to battle Robert Pattinson, who was the star of Twilight. Do you remember Robert Pattinson when the Twilight films came out, was said to be blood relative to Vlad the Impaler. And Johnny Depp was like, no, we're going to fight for it. Johnny Depp said, there's room for two vampires on this block as long as he remembers I am the alpha vampire. All right. So he says he's a vampire. List.com. 
Co.uk had an article that discusses a room in his mansion dedicated to meditation upon vampires. Yes. Says the public enemy's actor is fascinated by the mythical blood-sucking creatures and has a space in his London home full of items relating to them. A source explained to National Enquirer magazine, Johnny has a whole room devoted to vampires. He's fascinated by them. Johnny uses the room to relax, meditate, and be alone. Among the items in the space are masks, capes, posters, fangs, and a rare copy of Bram Stoker's novel, Dracula. Johnny, 46, has previously admitted he is fascinated by vampires, claiming he found 60s supernatural show Dark Shadows enthralling. He said, Barnabas Collins from Dark Shadows was a huge obsession of mine. I loved Barnabas Collins more than I loved the Harlem Globetrotters. I wanted to be Barnabas Collins so much that I found a ring. It was probably one of my mother's rings, and I wore it on this finger, and I tried to comb my hair like Barnabas Collins, and I was trying to figure out how I could get fangs. It really had a heavy impact on me, a heavy influence. And Johnny Depp bought the original Bela Lugosi, the, the first Dracula, right? Well, I guess if you count Nosferatu, the first one, but Bela Lugosi is the most famous portrayal of Dracula. Well, he had his home on Sunset Strip dubbed The Castle, and Johnny Depp bought that in 1995 for two and a half million bucks. And uh, geographical locations are important to these occultists because they believe that energy is left behind or condensed. And there is an area in Los Angeles where there used to be a spiral staircase. And this is where the Manson family became possessed by evil spirits that possessed them to brutally murder others as per Charles Manson. Because they were doing, a, they were hanging out with a bunch of weirdos, doing a bunch of rituals and satanic stuff. And while they were at this place that had the spiral staircase, he said, that's when I felt like the spirits took over or whatever, right? Now, here's what's weird. Bella Lugosi owned the spiral staircase at one time. So, again, lots of weird six degrees of separation between a lot of these occult forces. Now, then I got an image from a uh, People magazine, 2009. They list Johnny Depp as the sexiest man alive. And you'll notice on the same cover, Robert Pattinson is featured in the same magazine. So uh, we've got two vampires on the cover and Johnny wins, right? He said, I'm the alpha vampire. And of course, he has the bigger full cover. Johnny Depp also is in a band called the Hollywood Vampires. And it references a group of 70s rockers that used to hang out and drink all night. And various members appear on the album. It was actually released on September 11th, 2015. Uh, but it's got Marilyn Manson, Alice Cooper, Dave Grohl. All of these people have some kind of occult story behind it. Dave Grohl particularly with the Theories of the Blood Sacrifice of Taylor Hawkins. Uh, I've covered that on a few shows recently. It even has a voiceover from Christopher Lee on the album. Who, you know, Christopher Lee in, in all the great occult films. Lord of the Rings, Wicker Man, Star Wars, and so on. And guess what? He was also 
Count Dracula in the Hammer Horror series. Yes. So uh, Depp would go on to portray a vampire, Barnabas Collins, in Dark Shadows, manifesting his own destiny, and uh, be he would star in Ed Wood, which had a portrayal of Bela Lugosi, which is all very interesting, right? Then we get into a chapter where we talk about how some roles that these actors play arguably could possess them on some level. He Johnny Depp got his start in Nightmare on Elm Street, one of the greatest films of all time. Uh, and the film actually did a film analysis on it back in the blogging days. Uh, but that was his first film, right? Which was about a guy, a murderer who murdered children and, you know, abused kids. Uh, he, again, we, he played the failed director, Ed Wood, which, uh, again, Martin Landau played the role of Dracula, Bela Lugosi. We talked about Hunter S. Thompson, uh, but he was also in a film called The Ninth Gate, which I've since done a huge film analysis on. Definitely worth checking out. Did that a couple years ago. Uh, the film was directed by Roman Polanski. <laughs> about the search for an ancient grim, grimwire that opens up a uh, the portal for the devil through a magic spell. And it's odd that Polanski would do a follow-up after Rosemary's Baby, considering how the dark spirits responsible for influencing the Manson family ended up with the murder of his wife and unborn child. And again, we already talked about how Depp purchased the Lugosi residence on Sunset Strip, and how Lugosi previously owned the Spiral Staircase, which is what the Manson story, allegedly, they got possessed by the evil. And there's a book called Manson in His Own Words, I believe is where I found that information. Don't quote me on that. I'm pretty sure that's where I got that from. So again, very strange, right? Uh, He also played an alien-possessed astronaut in The Astronaut's Wife and took the important role of precipitating the birth of an alien-human hybrid with Charlize Theron's character. Um, You know, Charlize Theron was seen wearing a cabalistic red bracelet, and uh, Hollywood loves showing us these demon aliens and the birth of the moon child in films like Alien and Prometheus, which Prometheus also stars Charlie's their own, right? And you remember in that movie, Charlie Holloway, the one doctor, she gets an abortion, and the abortion is an alien-human hybrid. The Antichrist. Uh, what else we got? We got Sleepy Hollow, which features a lady named Lady Von Tassel who makes a Faustian bargain, a deal with the devil until Johnny Depp could intervene. And this story would later become a TV show that has Freemasonry in the plot, portraying the Freemasons as heroes with their knowledge of how to defeat evil forces in the world and all that. I know in the movie poster, uh, Johnny Depp has the one darkened eye, the all-seeing eye. He also played in a movie called From Hell about Jack the Ripper uh, because Johnny Depp is obsessed with Jack the Ripper. So this was a good fit for him. And the film uses a theory laid out by a guy named Stephen Knight that the murders were a conspiracy cover-up involving the Freemasons, the Illuminati, and the royal family. Okay. 
says here, uh, the movie The movie description says, Gaul, a high-ranking Freemason, begins a campaign of violence against the five women, brutally murdering them with the aid of a barely literate carriage driver, John Netley, while he justifies the murders by claiming they are a Masonic warning to an apparent Illuminati threat to the throne, the killings are, in Gaul's mind, part of an elaborate mystical ritual to ensure male societal dominance over women. Crazy, right? So, again, this idea of Illuminati, Freemason, Hitman ties us into Hunter S. Thompson, who claims that he was some kind of assassin murderer. I don't know. Then, of course, you've got the most famous role of all, Captain Jack Sparrow in Pirates of the Caribbean, a film by Disney, one of the biggest creators of reality. And they uh, push the symbolism into the mind of the young. And in the Pirates film series, there's a character named Davy Jones that is cursed to captain his ship in search of souls to harvest and work on it. Now, the name Davy Jones comes from the infamous Davy Jones Locker, legends of uh, sailors who died at the bottom of the sea. Now, what's curious here, the idea of entrapment of human souls... Um, ties into the ideas of the Illuminati Mark of the Beast with the Beast of the Abyss or Typhon. Um, and the idea is that the Illuminati, whatever you want to call these folks, the occultists, they use the symbolism to try to perform the same thing Aleister Crowley was doing. Uh, it's all about contacting fallen angels and demons from the abyss and the spirits could be demons disguised at whatever the contact he is seeking. Like ghost hunters and mediums and alien people, like they don't know what they're talking to. Now a word from our sponsor, BetterHelp. You know, there's a lot of ways you can take care of your mind. For me, I've read a lot of these books. Uh, one in particular is called The Worry Cure, and it's all about managing the stories in our head. Uh, some people call it the monkey mind. It's the idea that our minds kind of keep going and trying to answer so answer problems that maybe there's no solutions for or maybe no great solutions for how well would you take care of your car if you had to keep the same one your entire life that's how our brains work so why don't we treat them the same way how we care for our minds affects how we experience life so it's important to invest time and care into keeping them healthy there are plenty of ways to support a healthy brain like learning a new language or taking power naps there's also better help online therapy now if you've listened to my show or read my books you know that i have a lot of experience going to therapy it's a very valuable tool and it helps you to understand the ancient philosophers talked about know thyself and this is one of the key tenets to that better help is online therapy that offers video phone and even live chat only therapy sessions so you don't have to see anyone on camera if you don't want to it's much more affordable than in-person therapy you can get matched with a therapist in under 48 hours. And our listeners get 10% off their first month at betterhelp.com slash Illuminati Watcher. That's betterhelp.com slash Illuminati Watcher. Link in the show notes as always. If you're like me, you're a sucker for mysteries, true crime. And once you put me back into a period piece with those old flapper 1920s era time frame... You got me. I'm all yours. So let me tell you about this game called June's Journey. We're going to escape to a bygone age of mystery, danger, and romance. 
as you immerse yourself into the world of June's Journey, a hidden object mystery mobile game that puts your detective skills to the test. Play as June Parker and investigate beautifully detailed scenes of the 1920s while uncovering the mystery of her sister's murder with hundreds of mind-teasing puzzles. The next clue is always within reach. Now, one thing I like is that it sharpens your vision to look for objects. In case I, I ever make it on uh, one of these reality contest shows, I got to harness my puzzle my puzzle skills and my visual acuity. And and I, I learned what a pavilion, <laughs> when I was playing the game, I learned what a pavilion was. It's, it's basically a gazebo. I didn't know that. So I'm learning. All right. In each level, you search for hidden objects in New York parlors or, or uh, Paris sidewalks, trying to figure out this scandalous family secret of how June's sister died. It's got some mystery. It's got some danger. It's got some romance. I got the game on my phone right now, and I'm on chapter three, and I'm looking for clues on this crime scene photo because we're gonna we're gonna figure out who did this and you're gonna love it they play real like mad chill music so it's kind of relaxing too you get to customize your little luxurious estate with gardens and buildings and such so look if you're into detective work solving clues finding clues scandalous family secrets uh you just want a fun little escape from the dreaded day job or whatever this is your game. I enjoy playing it at the end of the day when I'm chilling in bed trying to unwind because it's just a nice little escape kind of game for me. And not only that, poor June, she needs my help to figure out how her sister died. And guess what? June needs your help, detective. Download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. We also have a movie called Secret Window, which shows us the all-seeing eye on the cover. Uh, he was Willy Wonka and Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, again with the all-seeing eye on the cover of the movie poster. He also was in Alice in Wonderland as the Mad Hatter, which, of course, you know all about Alice in Wonderland and all the mysticism philosophy. Um, Lewis Carroll also allegedly involved with little kids. But the whole the whole theme of Alice in Wonderland is to bring us through the initiation with the various themes and lessons that Alice goes through and the power of the mind. She begins to question reality. She's led through different stages of initiation. She's led down the path, right? She questions the norms of reality and social constructs and sees the world upside down sometimes. But yeah, this guy uh, wrote, I mean, it's a great story, right? One of my favorites. But Lewis Carroll, his real name was Charles Dodgson, would allegedly, apparently, take photos of nude kids. And um, he had interest in a girl named Alice Liddell. That's where the story came from. And she was four years old when he met her and allegedly tried to marry her when she was 11. So you've got that weird child angle. And look at uh, Nambla, Allen Ginsberg. So it's all very strange, right? 
he was also in a film called Into the Woods where he sings a pedo song. It's called Hello Little Girl and the lyrics say, "Look at that flesh, pink and plump. Hello little girl, tender and fresh. Not one lump. Hello little girl, this one's especially lush, delicious. Hello little girl, what's your rush? You're missing all the flowers. The sun won't set for hours. Take your time." Which is very questionable, right? And you probably think, well, you know, it's just about a wolf and he's going to eat the girl, right? He's not talking about that. Well, the UK stage version of the story depicts the big bad wolf with a massive phallus and erection. So <laughs> maybe not, right? So again, I can't help but draw these comparisons to his, you know, his friendship with Allen Ginsberg, uh, the six degrees of separation he's got to, you know, through Winona Ryder and Timothy Leary to Crowley. And Crowley was all about doing any kind of deviant sex. Like, he was real extreme with it. And if you if you look at the ideas of um, Alice in Wonderland, like, that's kind of the whole idea about inverting the norms and questioning what we're told. Johnny also was part of the transhuman movement. If you look at the film Transcendence, where he helps move towards the singularity where basically computers take over. They're smarter than men. And in it, he uploads his consciousness to a computer, which I believe is the ultimate endgame for these Illuminati folks. And the transhuman movement seeks to overthrow God's creation of mankind. It's the next evolution. And science will be the new religion. I think Crowley said something to the effect of uh, you know, re- religion is our aim, but science is our, our method, something like that. They think they can perfect mankind and make us immortal. This all ties into ideas of alchemy and so on. Uh, but yeah, he uh, basically shows us the uploading of consciousness in the film Transcendence. Then we've got all the crazy tattoos. All right, he's got a lot of tattoos. He shares tattoos with Marilyn Manson and Damien Eccles. Uh, There's a photo of him with Damien Eccles sporting the I Ching tattoo of Wind Over Heaven. Some people say that's a Luciferian reference to the Prince of the Air. Uh, You know, and, and Prince of the Air takes us into ideas of UFOs and aliens and all that stuff, right? Um... But <laughs> there's other tattoos he shares with Damien Eccles, which includes the skeleton key, the lightning bolt on his hand, the crow, uh, magical sigils. Uh, you can see he has the skeleton key with the words silence, exile, and cunning right above it. Um, and these words come from a avant-garde novelist, James Joyce's A Portrait of the Artist as a Young Man, and it says... I will tell you what I will do and what I will not do. I will not serve that in which I no longer believe, whether it call itself my home, my fatherland, or my church. And I will try to express myself in some mode of life or art as freely as I can and as wholly as I can, using for my defense the only arms I allow myself to use, silence, exile, and cunning. And if you look at that James Joyce's work, it reveals an allegory for his own life with the protagonist being the alter ego of James Joyce. And this character, Stephen Dedalus, parallels Joyce's life 
including time spent as a Jesuit school in his youth. And Daedalus would eventually rebel against the institutional aspects of uh, life politics and religion. And he'd rather live in aestheticism through silence, exile, and cunning. And these Jesuits, they're known for, you know, Illuminati affiliations. So it's no wonder that Joyce was well-versed in the process of pursuing self-consciousness artistic visions. And on Johnny Depp's chest, you can see a magical sigil. Again, the idea that he practices ritual magic. It's an occult practice, pursuing his own will. And the practitioners, they use sigils as reminders or sort of a physical manifestation of their will. They'll write down a word that has power to them. They'll take out the vowels, scramble the letters, draw them one on top of the other so it doesn't really make any sense to other people when they see it. Only they know what it means. And this sigil that he has tattooed on him allegedly is to indicate that he and Damien Eccles are bonded as brothers. Because the Theban alphabet on the outside of the circle says brother and the inside sigil is the names of Johnny Depp and Damien Eccles. Johnny Depp told the Associate Press, September 9th, 2012, this one Damien designed, it's one of my all-time favorites, and it means quite a lot to me. It translates to brotherly love or something like that. And you'll notice Johnny Depp also has a big lightning bolt tattooed on his hand. There's a lot of competing theories out there as to what this really means. Uh, but if you look at if you, if you consider the Prince of the Air tattoo in Lucifer, you could talk about the lightning bolt being representative of Lucifer in the Bible when they say he fell like lightning. Or you could look at Aleister Crowley's Unicursal Hexagram, which again, Damien Eccles has tattooed on himself, the actual hexagrams. Well, you could draw just half of that and you'd have the lightning bolt. And they share that tattoo. Damien Eccles has it on his hand as well. And it, my theory is that maybe Eccles has one half and Johnny has the other. They kind of look like a big S. Um, anyway, yeah. Then we talked about, yeah, and, and Eccles has the whole universal hexagram tattooed on his elbows anyway, just like your boy Dave Navarro, right? And there's also s tattoos of uh, Red Dragon, the s symbol for Satan, supposedly. Then on Johnny Depp's other hand, he has a tattoo of a crow, which um, in various traditions symbolizes the power of magic. And if you look at what Johnny Depp said about it to people.com, uh, it says, oh no, there's an article called Johnny Depp, a map of his tattoos. And it says, the black crow on the back of his right hand was done in support of the documentary West of Memphis. And Depp shares the tattoo with one of the subjects in the documentary, Damien Eccles. And if you were like me, you say, why would a crow represent West Memphis 3? Well, Eccles, Damien Eccles told People Magazine the following. He said, the art is a nod to the 1994 movie The Crow, about a man who was murdered but comes back to life. When somebody comes back to life, it's the crow that brings them back to the living. Interesting idea, right? a death and rebirth thing, an alchemical uh, symbol to begin with, with the black bird, the negredo. 
Or you could say it's Crowley, Alistair Crowley. Some people say that the black crow symbolizes Crowley. But some say there's magical aspects to the black crow, which, I mean, Eccles studies that. And, you know, maybe he's like, look, magic works, got me out of prison. So who knows, right? And Damien Eccles actually has another black bird tattooed on him as well. So it's not just one, there's two of them. He also has a tattoo of the number three and says the number three, a quote, magical number for me, Johnny Depp said, comes into play on his hands with three rectangles on his index finger and the number tattooed on his left hand. And it shows up many times. He's obsessed with number three. And he said once, three is a sort of magical number for me. It's a very creative number. Triangle, Trinity, you know, two people make another person. Three is a mystical, magical number. Um, he also has an inverted black triangle on his arm, arguably for the same reason. He's got the skull and crossbones. Um, you know, I got skulls on my... I got I got a lot of skulls tattooed on me. doesn't mean I'm an occultist either, though, right? Uh, but the idea, if you want to look at it from the occult perspective in Freemasonry, there's a belief that death is certain and nobody escapes. And the higher degrees of Freemasonry, they... Uh, the initiate sits in the chamber of reflection room with a skull where they reflect upon their mortality, which is apparently important to Johnny Depp because he was also a member of a club that he called the Death is Certain Club in 1990 with Iggy Pop and uh, Jim Jarmusch. I don't know. He also has a tattoo that says no reason that he shares with Marilyn Manson and Damian Eccles. So, I mean, there's some beliefs this guy has in occult systems, for sure, right? And he's buddies with some strange folks. That's the idea. Then I've got a chapter where we're talking about random stuff. In 1997's Vanity Fair, Johnny Depp addresses the idea that he's got demons. Um, let's see here. How about the church? If you're a true Bible belter, I ask, you seem to have packed away a few demons in the baggage you've hauled around all these years. And then Johnny Depp responds, When I was a kid back in Kentucky, we went to this church where my uncle preached. It was kind of a weird Baptist, full-on kind of place. People kept running up to the pulpit and grabbing his ankles and being saved. Lots of crying. Even then, at six or seven, I questioned how pure the emotion could be if it were on such display. That's where I found music, really. Where I started playing guitar was in the church through that uncle. He had a little gospel group. We're all a mishmash of extremes. I know that I have demons, Depp confesses, firing up one of his ever-present cigarettes. I don't know if I want to get rid of them altogether, but I would like to experience them in a different way, maybe go face-to-face with them. I've never really had time to go to therapy, well, here and there, but not enough to help. There, And then in all of the, a lot of his films, they say that, and in Vanity Fair on the cover, it says the truth about Johnny's demons. That's from 2011. That was a different one, right? So Vanity Fair asked him about his demons in 97, and then they put it on the cover in 2011, which is very strange, is it not? Very odd. Now, here's a weird one. There is a book written by Jonas Alexis called In the Name of Education. And in it, 
Uh, it's called In the Name of Education, How Weird Ideologies Corrupt Our Public Schools. <laughs> There's a section that says, I'm going to read you bits of it. It says, LaVey's prophecy has come true because a number of actors and actresses are now admitting to being possessed while acting. The average moviegoer will be stunned to know that many of these actors and actresses admit they are not genius enough to perform on stage. Spirits or demons are being conjured up. Denzel Washington declared on 60 Minutes, Basically, what I did was I got on my knees and sort of communicated with the spirits. And when I came out, I was in charge. I couldn't have acted without the spirits. Robin Williams agrees. Yeah, literally, it's like possession. All of a sudden you're in, you just get this energy that starts going. But There's also that thing. It is, it is possession. In the old days, you'd be burned for it, but there's something empowering about it. Actress and new age guru Shirley MacLaine likewise notes. I had seen so many channels and mediums over the past few years, I decided I would apply the same thing to show business. I simply channeled a character that we had created. This time, I allowed the character to inhabit me. I trusted that the magic would work. Channeling and inspiration had become one and the same. Johnny Depp, who became famous for his performance in movies like Pirates of the Caribbean, declared, I know I have demons. I'm 30 different people sometimes. And it goes on and on, and it's actually pretty interesting. So there you go. Um, he was on the cover of Rolling Stone, giving us the Illuminati Freemason hidden hand. And I don't mean to... Let's, let's rewind him a bit. Yeah, so Johnny Depp says he's possessed by 30 different sp- people sometimes. And this is after how many Vanity Fair articles talking about how he has demons. Is it true? And then we've got countless images of him doing the all-seeing eye the Illuminati valve silence, and so on. So that's the basics of that book. If you still want to get it and look at all the images and reread it, you can get it on my Gumroad. Go to gumroad.com backslash Isaac W. I believe it's on my Amazon profile if you go to Amazon. Uh, But that was basically it, so you don't have to. I'll put some of the images on my Instagram, instagram.com backslash Isaac Weishaupt. Now let's talk about the case, the trial. Um, Johnny Depp won this, this court case and he was not phased. He, and we're going to go through the case here in a second, but he's 8 million up. <laughs> Amber Heard owes him like 8 million bucks. His band, the Hollywood Vampires are still touring. His, uh, Dior ad for Salvage still airing on primetime. He, he went and spent 60 grand on a dinner to celebrate the win. He's winning hard, right? Amber Heard, you know, she, uh, I guess people, some people feel bad for Amber, but it seems like more people feel bad for Johnny Depp. People set up a GoFundMe for Amber Heard. They're like, look, it was a disgrace. She was abused. But then GoFundMe shut it down. But there's a, you know, there's a whole thing there, right? Now the trial, why why was there a trial? Let's let's go there cuz this is actually a very long. I'm going to try to make this like a 10 minute uh, uh consolidation of a lot of information, all right? New York Post has a reason why they went to trial it says they were mar- Amber Heard and Johnny Depp were married and divorced between 2015 and 2016. And until they've been reunited in court, Depp accuses Heard of damaging his public reputation and thus his career. When she wrote an op-ed in the Washington Post, 
alluding to domestic abuse he had allegedly caused. And apparently they had a divorce settlement in 2016 where Amber Heard got $7 million. She said she would donate it to the Children's Hospital of Los Angeles and the ACLU within 10 years. And the ACLU apparently only got half a mil. And there's claims that it came from Elon Musk, not even from Amber Heard, because Elon Musk was dating Amber Heard at a certain point. It's a real mess. And there's even and Johnny no Amber Heard's lawyer allegedly is a fan of Johnny Depp uh, because there's footage of a red carpet premiere of Johnny Depp's Lone Ranger from 2013 and it shows a woman who looks very much like Amber Heard's lawyer. So was the fix in? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, lots of weird stuff happened though. Lots of weird stuff. The um, I'm gonna go do a run through. So I watched. I, I certainly didn't catch every minute of this footage. I mean, this went on for like a month. It was crazy. I watched a. I believe it was on Hulu. A sort of summation of what went down. Lots of crazy allegations, and who knows what's true, right? She claimed he did a. Uh, he did a cavity search on her for drugs. <laughs> um. A witness claimed that Johnny Depp said, oh, we're married now, and I can punch her in the face. Um, no, that's serious stuff, man. I'm, not, I'm trying to make light of it. She claimed that he constantly hit her and constantly slapped her. He said that she threw bottles at him, and one of them took the tip of his finger off. And she was like, no, he was drunk. He did that to himself. He was late to her birthday party. She got mad at him and took a dump on his bed. And then she took off for Coachella. She claimed it was one of the Yorkies, the ones that they had smuggled into Australia. I don't know if you remember that. They got in trouble for smuggling Yorkies into Australia. Had to do an apology tour on that. There's photos of bruises on both of them. They both accuse each other of faking the photos. They divorce and sign an agreement not to talk bad on each other, which obviously didn't work. And the son like a tabloid magazine in the UK, they call him a wife beater. So he sues them for libel and he lost the trial because the judge found 12 of the 14 domestic violence allegations were true. He was then fired from Harry Potter and pirates of the Caribbean six because of this. Uh, and he was like, I'm doubling down. I'm taking the court back to America against Amber Heard. And this is all because of that op-ed she wrote about him. So Heard was dragged back into court by Depp. And a lot of people thought that was a bad move by Depp. They're like, dude, don't do this twice. But Heard said, oh, this guy's crazy. He was jealous. He accused her of having an affair with James Franco, which I found curious because James Franco, many, 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 many years ago, was involved with reenacting an Aleister Crowley ritual at one of these art schools back in the golden days of blogging on illuminatiwatcher.com I had that up there but she um, had lost her credibility at this point she pledged to donate that money from the divorce settlement to charity but did not she was also arrested for domestic violence against one of her girlfriends even though the charges were dropped but still 
she also brought up during the court case this rumor of Kate Moss being pushed down the stairs by Johnny. So they called Kate Moss to testify, and she's like, nope, that never happened. Um, and Josie told me she had heard that I guess she got caught saying she was uh, raped with a bottle, but it was her friend in Brazil. I don't know. It's, there's so much going on here. Uh, but I think the reason that they they gave it to him was because the only actual evidence of abuse was audio where Amber Heard is talking about how she actually hit Johnny Depp. So the jury sided with Heard and uh, hit hit her with uh, hit her with some millions, right? And what's what's kind of messed up is the jury was able to go home every single night. And the argument is that social media influenced this decision. And that's when I, look, I was following social media and I kept getting these like TikTok videos portraying how great Johnny Depp was and how awful Amber Heard was over and over and over to the point where I was like, wow, she's looking really bad. You know, I, and like I always talk about with this social media, there's a lot of money and influence behind this. How do we not know that Disney and pirates and because look, Disney needs Johnny Depp for pirates. They need it. You don't think there's some financial interest in making Johnny look good so they can get their pirate six movie done. Of course there is. So could they have flooded the internet with memes trying to make Amber Heard look crazy so that Johnny Depp could win? Cause that's what this is all about is getting his publicity and people back on his side. Because if you listen to all the allegations and the video footage, you're like, man, both of these people are crazy. I don't think one of them's innocent entirely. I think they're both kind of like not great people. And I just ran through all of the occult connections, which, look, you might think it's good or bad. I don't know. I'm not here to tell you whether it's right or wrong. I'm just saying that he's got some dark interest. He says he's got demons and he loves the vampires. And look, I like vampires too. But I don't know. It was a very strange thing. And I wonder if that did not influence the jury. I mean, everybody I know, everybody I know was like, poor Johnny Depp. And I was like, really? Like He seemed kind of unhinged in most of those videos, throwing bottles and slamming stuff. But, you know, no videos of him hitting her, so, or audio. Now, the... Some of the curious things that went viral, she said her dog got stung by a bee and she made this weird face and it went viral with all these jokes. And it's weird because then he showed up with a bee pin on his... I'm going to read you from E! Online. For the first day of the trial, the Pirates of the Caribbean alum showed up to the court wearing a gray suit paired with a Gucci tie with a bee lapel pin. The following day, Heard wore a similar gray ensemble and on April 13th, wore a very similar bee lapel pin and tie to complete her dark-colored outfit. Which is all very strange, right? What's up with the bees? What's up with the bees? Just like Nicolas Cage in Wicker Man. There we go, full circle, right? Well, the bees... Uh, I've talked about these many times in the past. The bee is basically a symbol for magic. If you've listened to my Beyonce shows, we talked about the Bayhive, the Beehive. And if you live in Utah, you see bees everywhere on all the the Freemasonic 
or I'm sorry, the uh, LDS Mormon symbolism, iconography, it's always about bees because bees are a symbol of magic. So what's up with that? Is Johnny Depp employing the same magic that he's got the tattoos he shares with Damien Eccles, who's really into magic? I believe it's so. Then <laughs> the, um, oh, well, I'm going to read you from TMZ. Uh, Johnny Depp is getting grilled on the stand with Amber Heard's lawyer showing the court text messages from Depp that say he would do unspeakable things to Heard's corpse just to prove she was dead. The actor's testimony continued for the third day and a string of texts between him and WandaVision actor Paul Bettany. WandaVision, of course, a show about the Scarlet Woman, the Whore of Babylon, right? Yes. These texts were presented during cross-examination talking about burning Amber Heard's body and what Depp would do to her after she died. He's, Johnny Depp says, let's burn Amber. Bettany says, having thought it through, I don't think we should burn Amber. She's delightful company and easy on the eye. Plus, I'm not sure she's a witch. We could, of course, try the English course of action in these predicaments. We do a drowning test. Thoughts? NB, I don't know what that stands for. NB, I have a pull. Johnny Depp says, let's drown her before we burn her. I will, and that's blurred out. I think it's F-U-C-K. I will her burnt corpse afterwards to make sure she is dead. My thought, and then Bettany says, my thoughts entirely. Let's be certain before we pronounce her a witch. Yeah, that's what he says. I will F-U-C-K her burnt corpse afterwards to make sure she is dead. A source close to Johnny Depp tells us the drowning line was in reference to the She's a Witch scene from Monty Python, one of Depp's favorite movies. However, it still doesn't explain the whole having sex with a corpse thing. As the texts continue, Depp talks about being mentally messed up, talking about drinking bottles of alcohol and taking pills. Bettany is also expected to testify in this trial. Blah, blah, blah. The lawyer reads more text from Depp, referring to Heard from 2013, calling her a workless <laughs> a workless hooker and saying things like, I'll smack the ugly C-U-N-T around before I let her in. Don't worry. So isn't that weird, right? Isn't that weird that Amber Heard had the um, thing on tape of saying that she... Uh, uh, hit him, but he texted all these alle- all these things. So I guess those don't count. I don't know. Johnny also talked about his drug use, using with Marilyn Manson and being introduced to drugs at such an early age. Um, he said, "Let's see. Oh yeah, and then we talk about the fecal matter and so on, right? And then there was another text that says." I have no mercy, this is Johnny Depp, I have no mercy, no fear, not an ounce of emotion or what I once thought was love for this gold digging, low level, diamond dozen, mushy, pointless, dangling, overused, flappy fish market. I'm so effing happy she wants to fight this out. She will hit the wall hard. I cannot wait to have this waste of a C-U-M guzzler out of my life. Oh dear. Now I watched that scene from Monty Python, the She's a Witch scene, and I mean, they sure don't talk about F-U-C-King, the burnt corpse afterwards to make sure she's dead, so <laughs> I don't know. Ah, boy. This one's really, uh, really messed up, right? 
So think about how weird that is, how we're all defending Johnny Depp. Everyone's defending Johnny Depp, the greatest guy ever, right? And look, I'm not involved in their marriage. They're probably both a little crazy. They both seem like they're a little off. And that's sometimes to be expected by these celebrities. I mean, they're, they're, they're not normal human beings. They're sort of treated like gods and goddesses, given all the money, all the fame. I wouldn't know what that would do to do my brain. But nonetheless, I wanted to go through all that. And while there's no hardcore, you know, uh, what do you call it? Like uh, smoking gun references here to be like, oh, my God, he's totally illuminate confirmed. There's a whole lot of strange connections he's got. Like, I'll I'll go that far to say the jury's still out for me. I think he might be a, a strange dude into some strange things. But I'll admit, man, when I'm watching some of these TikTok videos, I'm like, man, that Johnny Depp's one cool dude, man. <laughs> he's a kind of a funny guy, and he's kind of, you know, laughing off some of this stuff. He seems like a cool dude, so maybe he is. Maybe he's a cool dude and just has a lot of dark occult sort of interests. Could be that, too. It's hard to say, but I just wanted to sort of show a different side, a different angle, because... I know everybody's in love with Johnny Depp and Amber Heard's the worst person ever right now. But you got to see through all the all the uh, negative publicity and see where there might be some financial interest involved here. I think it's strange that all these videos went viral and the jury was left to go home and I, you, you know that they caught wind of some of these videos. It probably influenced the trial. Maybe Disney could have gotten some beneficial involvement by getting Johnny Depp's name cleared up a little bit more. It's like, hey, come get that Pirate 6 money, right? So there you go. There's Johnny Depp. Uh, again, I'll put the images on my Instagram. You can check it out, or you can go download the book. If you want to support the show, you can go download gumroad.com backslash IsaacW. There's a Johnny Depp ebook. you can check out. Uh, thanks for listening to the show. If you're into these topics, maybe this is the first time you've heard my show. I talk about celebrity, Illuminati, occult symbolism all the time. And in fact, if you want more, if you want to hear why this is all happening, an in-depth discussion about it, I've got a book that I wrote called The Dark Path. And it goes through the whole thing from A to Z as to why this is happening. And it's got hundreds and hundreds of great reviews. Thank you for leaving the reviews on Amazon and Audible. I narrated the book on Audible. You can check it out there. Or you can get a signed paperback from me. Go to gumroad.com backslash Isaac W and order your copy of The Dark Path. Thank you for listening to the show. Thank you for your support. Till next time, stay woke.